The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The recently launched National Hydrogen Strategy, which set out the country's ambition to switch our energy focus in everything we do away from carbon-based fuels. But what are the challenges? Well, joining me now to talk about all of this is Paul McCormick, Director of Hydrogen Ireland. Paul, good morning. Morning, Pat. What is Hydrogen Ireland? I mean, what is your brief? Hydrogen Ireland is a trade association set up by the energy producers and the green energy producers of Ireland to create a new destination for Ireland through the green economy with green hydrogen. So who's involved? We have a different number of private partners, ESB, Board Namona, Board Gosh, Gas Networks Ireland, the universities, University of Galway, Rory Monaghan, DCU under James Carton, myself and ourselves at Belfast Met. And the ethos of this all came from the, the GenCom project, Generating Energy Secure Communities, which is an interreg project delivered in Ireland and across Europe. Okay, so you're all on the same page on this one. Hopefully we're on the same page and with the production of the National Hydrogen Strategy, we're on the same page as the government and we're moving forward. Now, you think about this almost as a perpetual motion machine. It seems so good because you take water, H2O, hydrogen and oxygen, you break it down into its constituent parts and then you burn the hydrogen again or use it in some way as a fuel and you get water. (laughs) <laughs> so, you know, it is uh, going around in a cycle. Now, the bit that is not perpetual motion is that you are getting your energy in in a way that is not quite free because you have to harness the energy, but the actual source of the energy is free. The green hydrogen part from renewables, we use the phrase hydrogen renewables. It gives us that green molecule. It gives the option then for the integration of greater renewables into the system. Renewables are intermittent. They're either on or they're off, depending on the wind, the solar or the bio. But our system needs to be 24-7, which we've got to get create that level playing field. Using the renewables to create hydrogen gives us a buffer. And that buffer then smooths out the peaks and smooths out the troughs and gives us the green yeah. supply we require. OK, now, uh, let us presume that you're using wind. You could use solar as well uh, for breaking the water down into its constituent parts, into hydrogen and oxygen. How energy intensive is that? I mean, what are you getting out when you finally use that uh, hydrogen? You're, you're, you've got to lose something along the way. You get two products out. You get hydrogen and oxygen. Don't forget, when you split those molecules, you have two energies then. Both can be used... You do lose efficiencies. Every step you take in an energy system, Pat, you as an engineer will understand this, you do lose efficiencies. But the greatest efficiency we're currently losing is the efficiencies within our system. The green economy, the green system that we can create from renewables, we don't need energy at night, but the wind's blowing at night. So how do we capture those renewables? How do we use this as our green destination to meet our targets for 2030 and 2050? Now, there are two ways of doing it. One is that you, if you've got all this power at night, you export it and you build up a credit with the the French who've got nuclear, which is going 24-7. That's uh, one way of doing it. second way to do it is uh, to store it in batteries, huge batteries. And then when you need it the following day, off you go. And the third way then is to do what you're suggesting, which is to create hydrogen. Talk to me about how that would happen, where it would happen. If we look at our energy demand, last year we imported 78% of our energy. As a country looking to move forward, we need to get control of our value chain and create our energy security. If we develop the parallel pathway that's, de- that's highlighted in the energy strategy, the hydrogen strategy, use the green electrons and the green molecules. Hydrogen is not 
a silver bullet. It's not a one-shot-fits-all. It's not the panacea for our ills. No, but let's suppose you're generating all this electricity and it's available to you at night because it's not being consumed by the, the households and factories and offices. So uh, where is the plant that's doing the electrolysis to break the water down? At the minute, they're in the strategy, they talk about hydrogen hubs and those hubs will be strategically located where there are bottlenecks in the grid. We're still looking at grid curtailment and grid bottlenecks. How do we overcome that? Use the hydrogen as an alternative storage. You talked earlier about battery storage, but compensate that as well with hydrogen storage to meet our demand yeah. moving but forward. So, so you would see uh, somewhere where the wind turbines, and most of them are going to be offshore in terms of capacity, that where they come in, um, they would uh, be fed into, the power would be fed into electrolysis plants that would, at those hubs, create the hydrogen. And then the hydrogen's got to be stored. The, un, the unused power would be fed into battery storage and hydrogen storage. We have seven times our offshore of, the, of our landmass offshore. So we have a phenomenal green resource there that we can use. And that green resource, if used and tapped properly, can place Ireland as the centre of the green capital of Europe. We then can use those, that energy domestically for uh, hard to decarbonise sectors. You have the electrolysis sector as well for transport and the buses. But then we have an energy we can export when we go beyond our traditional medium of where we need domestic. Yeah. How we then use that to grow the economy. Yeah. Now, you're talking about um, using it, say, for trucks. And that would be uh, hydrogen fuel trucks. They already exist. This is not, uh, uh, you know, pie in the sky. They, they do uh, exist in Japan and Europe and China and so on. So that's a real technology. Um, in terms of the other uses of hydrogen, I mean, do you see it as being used in chemical production? Do you see it being used actually in the pipelines, ending up, you know, as a source of power in power stations, in factories, in data centres? Hydrogen, when we produce it, has an, a myriad of different uses depending on need. We produced a paper called Hydrogen Topography, which is green hydrogen used in different ways depending where you are in Europe. In Ireland, we don't have large, heavy, dirty industries. So therefore, our needs for green hydrogen will be on heavy-duty mobility and those other hard-to-decarbonise sectors. Industries such as the steelmaking in Germany, we work with Bosch, they will use the hydrogen and the oxygen to decarbonise their steel processing. So it's how we look at the hydrogen as a European solution, but where Ireland sits as part of that hydrogen jigsaw. And that gives Ireland a real opportunity in the strategy we're talking about here and where we align it with the new industrialisation strategy we then create a pathway for Ireland to move forward. The strategy itself produced last week is the start of a journey. It's the rough cardinal points on the map. It's how we fill in the rest of that map, Pat, is what you're talking about. Now, one of the elements uh, might be piping hydrogen around from A to B. Uh, however, our current gas network is probably not fit for purpose for transporting hydrogen. Gas network in Ireland, both north and south, because we have an all-island energy economy, is state-of-the-art. It's fit for up to 20% because that's what the legislation calls for in Europe. And we can mix the hydrogen in with the natural gas. So therefore, we reduce our carbon footprint. OK, but that is a, tra a transition technology because they hope to get rid of natural gas as a, a fuel eventually. And that would mean the upgrading of the network if you were going to pipe hydrogen. Now, does anyone want hydrogen being piped into their home? Possibly not. It's, uh, I mean, it is an explosive gas. All gas are explosive. Sure. Health and safety is key. It's mentioned there in the strategy as well. You mentioned the word there, transition, Pat. That's key. How do we transition from where we are now in the midst of a climate crisis and an energy crisis to address the imbalance, live in harmony with nature and use the green opportunities we have?
Now, all of this is dependent on the alternative technologies uh, coming to fruition. Uh, we have a, a landmass, most of which is used for agriculture and so on, so we don't want to cover it all with solar panels. Um, windmills are appropriate in some locations, but most of our stuff is going to be generated offshore. It's going to be offshore wind. You can have all the auctions you like, but someone's got to go out there and build it. And that brings the opportunity. If we're building, first of all, we look onshore, how do we create greater efficiencies onshore with what's currently been lost to the system? Hydrogen is one of those vectors we can use. We then start working and looking at the technologies to bring us to our 2050 goals. We have the, the expertise within the universities in Dublin University with James Carton, Belfast with David Rooney, and in Galway with Rory Monaghan and others to create those technological pathways. We have the projects already in place with the Galway Hydrogen Hub, with the Valencia Project Development Application, working with Rathlin and working with the GenCom Project, looking at all of those alternatives. How does Ireland now take that leap forward with the strategy to give us that technological advantage that we need in hydrogen, in the green economy, to be the leaders in Europe? And what does that need? Political will? Political will, industrial backing, moving forward in unison. If you look at the strategy itself, it draws all the different strands together. It's how we now put that meat on the bones so we answer our climate crisis, we make sure that we have our own energy security and therefore we have control of cost. If we look what happened March of last year when Putin invaded Ukraine, where the prices of energy went, where the energy security costs went, how do we learn from that and move forward so we don't end up mm. back in the oil crisis of the 1970s? Um, I, I hesitate, you see, to trust the political system to deliver. I mean, we change government every four or five years. Um, you've got people who don't necessarily even understand how all this works, sitting at the, around the cabinet table. Do you know? It's, it's, a key, it's a key role of Hydrogen Ireland. We're working with the minister in the different departments. We're working with John Finnegan and his team in DEC and DECC. We're also working with Richard Rogers and the team in the Department of the Economy in the North. We talked about that all-island approach. It's an all-island energy economy. It's how we work in tandem and work in partnership to create that shared future that Ireland deserves. Paul McCormack, Director of Hydrogen Ireland, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.